Did you know in Arizona, taxpayers have choices about where to direct their state taxes? If you have a desire to help families afford the education they choose for their children, sit back, listen, and be inspired. You are listening to Creating Future Leaders with Catholic Education Arizona. Hi, I'm Nancy Padberg, President and CEO of Catholic Education Arizona. Catholic Education Arizona is a school tuition organization that accepts tax credits from individuals and corporations and turns them into scholarships for students. Today's guest has been the Vicar General and moderator of the Curia for the Diocese of Phoenix since 2004. Father Fred Adamson's leadership includes membership on a number of diocesan committees and boards, as well as supervision of a number of departments at the Diocese Pastoral Center including Catholic schools. I'm grateful for Father Fred's time today and happy to welcome him to our podcast. Thanks for being with us, Father Fred. Can you share a little bit more about yourself with our listeners today? Yeah, Nancy, uh, thank you for having me on and just a big supporter of Catholic education, obviously, but uh, yeah, 17, well, going on 17 years, uh, working with Bishop Olmsted as Vicar General Moderator of the Curia. So it's been quite a journey. Um, obviously, you learn a lot uh, moving through this, but you, a deep understanding of the church and the beauty of the church. Originally from Michigan, my undergrad is a, I have a bachelor's in nursing and had planned on going into anesthesia school. And the Lord called and I put people to sleep on Sunday mornings now instead of uh, during <laughs> the week. So it's my, my one liner sometimes. But uh, but no, that, that background has been very helpful to me. I, I think just... Uh, just my people skills, because boy, when you have to go through the clinical skills that you do in nursing, and then then also organizational skills, problem solving, planning. Uh, so it, it's, it's a different route for, I think, a priest, but it was one that I think has benefited me well and and, and served. And then obviously my time in, in seminary with philosophy and theology, I think just built on top of that. So to be able to see the mystery of God working in our lives has been a great uh, benefit to me. 25 years of priest too. So a little bit of experience because of that. So Excellent. Well, we're sure lucky to have you in our diocese. And I bet that original training also gives you a complete empathy for what's going on right now with the pandemic as well. You know, it has. And, you know, of course, I've tried to, to assist Bishop in a lot of what we've done uh, as a diocese in mitigation and safety practices and communication, understanding, too, the, the challenges for the healthcare professional right now, um, especially as we see the spike and they're being overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Um, I know what it's like to work in an ICU and to work with people on ventilators and to try to uh, work not only with a patient, but families and their anxiety and their fears. And so trying to give people an understanding of that during this time, I think it has been helpful for those who might not have ever experienced what it's like in an intense situation when people are very sick. Right. It's really hard to, certainly for me to imagine One of the departments you oversee is a Catholic schools office. Mm -hmm. And of course, we work closely with our schools as well as our superintendent. Catholic education is thriving right now in the Diocese of Phoenix. Uh, What do you see as the strengths of our Catholic schools? You know, I think uh, there's many things, but I I would say the first and foremost is the opportunity our young people have to encounter the living Christ and for evangelization. And we do that in such a holistic way, partnering with families, which is key and important. The decision that a parent, their parents make to send their children to Catholic education, 
But we do that then uh, in everything they do throughout the day, whether it's history or their reading lists or you know, even athletics. Um, how are you a Christian young man or a Christian young woman in the way that you deal with a win or a loss? You know, how, what does sportsmanship look like? So I think taking a Catholic identity and helping a young person and partnering with a parish to develop that fully is really a gift. And I think that what we see in the long run, and I think studies will show this, is that they tend to, to they, they move out into the community and they become very active and they become leaders in various ways in many industries, uh, whether it's uh, judges or physicians or business owners or just beautiful uh, parents, moms and dads who are making a difference in our world. Yeah, that's right. I think about the teamwork that's learned within the, the Catholic education as well. And that's so important wherever you go in the world today. So that sportsman-like teamwork carries on into the workplace mm -hmm. or families. That point of view um, and empathy, absolutely fantastic. You know, Nancy, I remember a, kind of a, a fun story. I mean, I like stories and people like them too. But when I, I was very involved with Catholic schools when I was an associate at St. Teresa's, and uh, I used to teach a third and sixth grade. And then I also, I was the, the parochial vicar. So I, I used to go to a nursing home and celebrate mass. I, I think it was a couple times a month. And I'd go by myself and I, I decided to partner with one of the teachers. And we put together a program where we would bring kids every time I go to have mass and they would partner with some of this, the, the seniors and the residents in the home. And the kids started, I mean, it just took off. I mean, they would, the kids would do the readings and they would sing and they got to know people. And some of those kids now, when I run into them, say, Father Fred, do you remember when we used to go? And, you know, I think uh, it planted seeds of service and, and closely connected with the mass. And I mean, those are, those are what I would say unique opportunities that we have in our Catholic schools to be able to teach our young people what it means to, to reach out in the community and to be with others, you know? So I, it's a, it's a, it's a fond memory that I have always. And I love it when I run into the kids now that are in their thirties and forties who tell me about that. <laughs> That's awesome. So you've been in this role since 2004. It's been a couple of years. So how have you seen the diocese of Phoenix and Catholic education grow? And how do you think it's changed throughout the years? You know, I, well, first of all, I'd say that I think there's fundamentals that probably never change with, with Catholic education, you know, the importance of that. But I think, I think over the years, probably what we've done is, and a need to really respond to culture, sharpened our Catholic identity. 20 years ago was a different time, but at this point, to, to assist parents and our young people to be the disciples they're, they're called to be in the world, it, it means developing a language and uh, a Catholic worldview that is much different, because often it's, it's more opposed than it would have been 20 years ago. And being able to provide that and not only our students, but I, I think also we have to remember if there's a huge connection or I guess a relationship with our educators, our teachers and our administrators who are so important, understanding that they're the ones that are on the ground making such a difference in these young people's lives. So I, I think embracing that and understanding, providing them the opportunities to further develop themselves as Catholic educators in the world uh, has been important. So I would say that's been pretty key. I love that you said the fundamentals are the same because that's that whole child that's educated. And that really resonated when you said that because that's the foundation of our belief. 
God creates us and we're human beings and, and the fundamentals that our desire to be loved. I always say this is that God creates us in love. He creates us to be loved and then to love. And that's fundamental to every human being that he creates. We're all created in love. So this little child is created in love by with a mother and a father. They're created to be loved. And, and, and unfortunately, I mean, what our schools can be is a place of love. If a child's not loved, we can often see the results of that. And then the third one's hard to do because if you're not loved, it's hard to love. And yes. um, so understanding God's love for you first, being loved and then able to love. It's just, uh, to me, we have an opportunity to really help people understand that. Another little story that's always good is if you've never been out to St. Peter's Indian School, yeah. it's a perfect example of that. Sister okay. Martha and those sisters, you can't help but go on that campus and feel love. Uh, the way she shows love to these young people, the way they respond to her love, the way that they love the Lord. And so I, that's one of the benefits I have as Vicar General Madari the Curia that God lets me be exposed to so many good stories of the way that our schools are, are doing amazing evangelization and forming these young people to be, you know, just great witnesses in our world. Well, I can't wait to get out there. I love that story about love. Uh, a while back, we had the Executive Director, Office of Mission Advancement, Conde Leon, joined us as a guest. And we talked about the differences of charitable giving and tax credit contributions. Whether people have been here since the inception of tax credits or whether people um, are brand new, understanding tax credits and donations seem to be very challenging. Um, how do you tackle these questions about the differences between a donation and a tax credit from priests, employees, families, really any taxpayer? You know, Nancy, I will tell you that uh, from the very beginning, I've been part of uh, when it was Catholic Education, or, or let's see, what was it? The, uh, CTODP and uh, trying to educate. This is what I would tell you is that see it as an opportunity to talk with someone and see it as an opportunity for us to talk to someone about Catholic education. And we can share with them the great gift we have in our state to direct a tax dollar. Uh, so, and how important that is. But I think it's also an opportunity to talk about Catholic education and not just not just the tax dollar, but how they can support it charitably as well, and to make a big difference, that, that it's both end, in my mind, and, and it's an opportunity to direct those tax dollars, which I do, try to do the maximum amount of my tax credit that way, but I also give charitably, I mean, I believe in Catholic schools, so, you know, I make my commitment to the annual Night of Hope, and, and in other ways, too, so for me, it's an opportunity to share the great gift we have with the, t the tuition tax credit, but then also Catholic education and how we can give really in a charitable way from our heart to support, uh, you know, the, the needs that are there. Well, you know, we're really fortunate in Arizona. There's only about 19 states that have some kind of tax credit or tax voucher program. So I just feel very fortunate to one, be in this role, but what we get to do on a daily basis to help so many of the children and families get to realize their dreams and the education that they want. So let's, let's talk about parents a little bit. Parents who wish to send their children to Catholic schools depend on tax credit scholarships to help with tuition. We assist about 45% of Catholic school families with scholarships. When I say we, Catholic Education Arizona as an organization, Catholic schools depend on STOs to make Catholic education possible for the families. So tax credit scholarships are very important and it's important for the sustenance of the Catholic schools. 
What words of wisdom would you share with people to help them understand the importance of their participation in this program and the support of Catholic Education Arizona? Yeah, you know, Nancy, you, you mentioned specifically our state being unique and, and one of the few that have uh, tuition tax credits and the ability to do that. And, and again, I, I think it's a, a wonderful opportunity for us to, to engage you know, Catholic education is just not the responsibility of the parents, is what I would tell you. We as Catholics have to commit to Catholic education, and not every Catholic child is going to be able to go to a Catholic school. We realize that, but it's an important part, uh, an important option. And so to make it affordable and available, and the tuition tax credit makes that difference, it, it allows us then, and I see it so much in many of our schools, parents that could not afford and want to be able to make that decision to send their child to, to Catholic schools. I mean, especially some of our poorer schools, and Nancy, you probably have the numbers, you know, our schools that don't have all the resources, when, when I hear the, the percentage of those young people who are getting almost their full tuition paid through tax or tuition tax credit, yeah. It, it really does make a big difference for those parents and, and those children in the long run, the partnership that we're able to enter in with them. So, uh, yeah, I think for parents, I always try to encourage it. I don't get to work with the parents so much, but the administrators and the principals is to say, sit these parents down, help them understand how they can partner with tuition dollars that are available, both from Catholic Education Arizona, but others that are available. Catholic Education Arizona has been around for 23 years, and you've been involved with us for... Well, 23 years, if you want to come. 23 years! In the very beginning, I promoted it. I mean, as you know, I mean, if you... In 23 years, I was still at St. Teresa's, so it would have been probably one of my first years. And I have promoted tuition tax credits from day one. I worked closely with Monsignor Moyer, who was a big proponent and worker with this when it was established. I, I was actually his associate for three years, so... He taught me a lot about it as we moved through. And so I've always, uh, whether I've been at a parish with a school or not, I've made sure that I try to tell people, listen, this is unbelievable. I know it seems like it's too good to be true. It's right. That's the right. The reality is, and I'll attest to it. I do it every year. You know, you will, you know, you just direct your tax dollars. And when you get your refund, you'll either get the refund or you'll not have that tax obligation. It's that simple. And it seems unbelievable, especially when you're coming from another state who might not offer it. So I encourage people, listen, if you don't believe me, do $100 or do $10 this year and learn that it works. So next year you'll do the maximum. Well, I'm thrilled. We've had some really great news lately. We were just ranked number 22 for best places to work by Phoenix <laughs> Business Journal. That's wonderful. Yeah. So we're pretty excited about that here. We uh, are doing a lot of new marketing programs and really sharing our message. So that's really the key to let the new people know that's coming into the market and then truly to refresh that message and what the benefits are. You know, thanks for having me on. Thanks to you for your, your commitment to Catholic education and to making a difference in these young people's lives. And, and for those who, who are out there listening on the podcast, I, I would say thanks to you because you make a difference. You know, you may not always see it firsthand, but I do as Vicar General in the work that I do then with the administrators and, and getting on campus and seeing kids who might not be able to afford Catholic education. And we as a Catholic community, when we come together, it provides the success for Catholic education and we all play a part. We're grateful to our administrators, our school teachers, our parents, 
people like you who are, are making the difference by getting the tuition tax credit dollars, um, others who are raising money for scholarships. It, it does take a community to keep our schools vital and, and sustainable. Absolutely true. Well, thank you. And to learn how you can create future leaders for our podcast listeners today, visit us at our website, ceaz.org, or please give us a call at 602-218-6542. And I want to thank Father Fred. It's been a privilege today to have you as our guest in our program. Thank you to our listeners for tuning in with us today. And as I like to say, it's always a great day at CEA. You have been listening to Creating Future Leaders with Catholic Education Arizona. For more information, visit us at www.catholiceducationarizona.org.